As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Spotify Green Room. Hi, Corinne. Ah, uh, yeah. Now I'm just I'm just slow. I'm slow to the draw because I create the room, <laughs> then I find you, then I invite you, then I make you the host, and then I have to find myself. I'm just slow. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> No, well, you do. You do have to handle a lot more than I do to start this room. There's, yeah, there's two phones and a lot of thinking. So I'm like, oh no! I just I like hear what you what you're saying. I just see that you're talking. I'm like, oh, I, I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> I got really big butterflies before this one. Did you? Yeah, I mean, okay. So for everyone who's uh, joining us, hello. We um, we usually, Kurt and I will Google video. 10 minutes before the show starts. And we'll just, you know, catch up, talk, prepare for the show. But then we mute our computers and mute ourselves on our videos of Google video when we start this. And I just sat in the silence and truly felt very, very nervous. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think it's because last time you had a good like three minutes of me actually genuinely locking myself out of the room. And so you were, you were on your own and now you have a, you've been scarred from that yeah. experience. Yeah, I really have. Wait, what's going on with the chat? Why can't we... How do we add the chat? What do you mean? I see the chat. Oh, you do? Yeah, can you not? No, it says chat disabled by host. Uh, you are the host, Sabrina. Did you just I know. And it for yourself? That's why I'm confused. If you can see it, but I can't. I can see it. I'm not really sure what's going on. Interesting. Am I blocked from the chat? No, I don't think so. Here, why don't you, let's troubleshoot this. Why don't you make me the host, see if you can get in, and then I'll make you the host again. And okay. we'll just Making... do things that way. We'll figure it out. Okay. But as we're, as you're figuring that out and we're, we're talking about this, I want everyone to know, according to Spotify Greenroom's Instagram, I believe Android users can now use the chat. Everyone except for me can use the chat. So everybody's <laughs> in except for you, Sabrina. Um, so what do you see it? No. What do I do? Should I leave and come back? Yeah, sure. I can I can just randomly talk for a, a little bit. We'll see what happens. Well, I don't want to now I have FOMO. I don't want to leave. 
Okay, it's fine. Are you going to be okay? I'll shout things out. I'll be really good okay. at, at saying what's happen- happening in the chat. Well, now now I have FOMO from the chat. Nobody talk in the chat today. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys can. I'm kidding. Um, well, hi, we are Corinne and Sabrina from Two Girls, One Ghost podcast, in case you do not know. Uh, and this week we are talking creepy kids on this campfire stories Right. If if anyone was in last week, we basically asked at the end, like, hey, do people yeah. want a theme? What do you want the theme to be? And the people who were in that room with us last Tuesday chose Creepy Kids. Also, just as a little business before we get into all the stories, if you're new here, we also are going to post these episodes on our Two Girls with Us podcast feed. Yes. And to to clarify for, for new people who are in the chat, so this is audio only. It's live, obviously. If, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, you can't speed us up. You have to listen to us <laughs> real time and all of our pauses and ums. But it's audio only. We do it every Tuesday. We bring people up so you can ask to speak. And that means that basically we could call on you and you'll have to rip out your Invisalign and get yourself <laughs> in a position to chat with us. Uh, and then there's also the chat feature, which which goes and we, we call upon and communicate with people in the chat as well. Well, I'm still not over the fact that I can't right now. I'm so sorry. People... Like it's just empty. Oh no. Okay. Well, next next time you'll be able to participate. <laughs> People start DMing me on my Instagram just so I feel like I'm a part of it. Or Corinne, screenshot it just, to me every five seconds. I'll screenshot the entire <laughs> chat and I'll send it to you after, Thank the, you. after the hour's up. Thank you. Um, well, speaking of creepy kids or transitioning back uh, into creepy kids, we were yes. creepy kids. Corinne more so than me, I believe. We were creepy kids. And you were a creepy kid and you had creepy kid siblings. Yeah. I think my siblings were more creepy. Yeah. I was, I was like a perfect angel. Yes, exactly. Because you're the middle child. And middle <laughs> children are just so perfect and have the best childhoods, right? <laughs> yeah. But we have a surprise for yes, everyone. Another middle child that is uh, attending and her name is Deb and she is my and mom. And she firsthand experienced Corinne's creepiness and so we're inviting Deb up right now. Hi, Deb, to tell us Mom, about Corinne hello. as a creepy kid. <gasps> Hi. Hello. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mom, thanks for all your, your marketing. I saw you posted on the Facebook group. Yeah, too. I know. I'm thinking about that. I feel like I'm your self-appointed marketer every Tuesday. I text Corinne and I'm like, shouldn't you post something on Instagram? <laughs> she reminds me every Tuesday, post the countdown on Instagram. Like, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. I will. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Today I was like, let's just let's just hit the brakes and we can talk about different marketing and promo strategies tomorrow. <laughs> Deb, you're hired. Okay. <laughs> For free. You're an intern. <laughs> I'm but I'm the least techie person you know. And someone asked me to share, like set it up so they could share. Um, that little interview, not really interview, but you know, the promo they did on green room with you guys both speaking about camp stories, which I thought was a great mm-hmm. marketing tool, but it's only on campfire stories, Instagram. So I was like, I'm going to put it on my Facebook. And then, yeah. And then one of my friends who's my <laughs> age, right? We're almost 60. She's like, can you set it up or can you set it to share? And I'm thinking, what is she talking about? Like I it to my profile. <laughs> what is she 
I don't know. I wouldn't have been able to help you either. I think you're the most techie in our family. Well, besides Christian. I'm trying to figure it out, but. Yes. We were talking about some mom, you and I were, were chatting earlier and we were talking about how Christian was not a creepy kid. He was perfect. No. Oh yes, back to creepy kids. That's why we're, that's why I'm here. That's why you're here. But didn't he try to scare you a bunch? Uh, he n- no. Are you thinking of my mom trying to scare him with like the Raggedy Ann doll during the sleepover? Oh, oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't think he tried to scare me really. Oh. He was spooked by having his own paranormal experiences, oh. but I think my parents were spooked uh, mm. by me yeah. and <laughs> what I would say. Yes. So mom, I'll let you tell the story. I won't hijack this. I can't okay. wait to hear it. Okay. So I know it's um I know Corinne has probably shared these maybe way back. I don't know when. And I guess, you know, it's probably a little different hearing it from me because I was the adult hearing the creepy kid and going, holy cow, did she really say that? So I'll just set the stage. Um there's two very short little scenarios. Two things that happened out of uh, Corinne's creepy kid mouth when she was around, I guess, three, I would say three years old. So to give you a little bit of history, uh, we moved from Guilford, New Hampshire. That's where we lived when Corinne was born. She had uh, went to a, um, a friend's house for daycare while I was working, and this friend um, was considered Corinne's second mother. They were very, very close. Um, Liz, if you're listening, okay. <laughs> she was amazing, and Corinne called her mama, and she called me mommy. So we were both her moms. Yeah, and then, so Corinne was pretty devastated to move. I didn't think moving Corinne at the age of two was going to be a big deal. It was a big deal. And she was pretty stressed about it. So anyway, cute. She's she's then three years old. We move into the house we were building in northern New Hampshire. Move into this house. Corinne's in the bathroom at night on a step stool because she's all of like three, maybe three and a half at this point. And I always go in the bathroom with her to get her, you know, help her brush her teeth or stand behind her, instruct her while she's doing her thing. And we're, it's funny, I thought today about these two stories and I was thinking to myself, the, the common theme here is that we were in the bathroom both times because she's brushing her teeth and she's in front of a mirror. And I never would have thought that was anything creepy, but listening to the podcast and you guys always talking about mirrors and how like, don't stand in front of the mirror, cover your mirrors. I'm like, oh, we were, (laughs) it all happened in front of our big bathroom mirror. So anyway, uh, the first one, I'm with Corinne in the bathroom. She's again, three, three and a half, very baby voice. Uh, She could speak, you know, talk like any normal three-year-old, but she, you know, did have that typical like toddler kind of way of speaking. I could understand Mm -hmm. her, but I'm not sure everybody could. Um, So anyway, she's tired standing there brushing her teeth, not happy about it. And she says to me, I want to go back. And I'm thinking, well, two things. I'm thinking, number one, wow, she spoke that very clearly. Like, that's unusual because she enunciated like every word. It sounded very clear. It wasn't like baby talk. I said, you want to go back? You want to go back to Guilford, which is where we had moved from? She's like, no, I want to go home. And I was like, well, we are home. We, We live here now. She's like, 
no, I want to go to my home. I want to go back to heaven. Oh my gosh. <gasps> and <laughs> okay, so she says all of this, mind you, in very crystal clear language. Crystal clear, every word perfectly Whoa. spoken. Her voice, you know, her voice, but advanced many years, like just perfect vocab, like what you get later, you know, not <laughs> when you're three. And I just stood there behind her looking in the mirror. And then she just went on about her business like it never happened, brushed her teeth and went to bed. I was like, wait, what? What What just happened? <laughs> were you alone with me Uh, I probably was I probably was I don't I don't recall having any discussion after it (laughs) I was yeah I needed to like process and it was just mind-blowing and then I thought did I ever discuss heaven with Corinne and it's funny I was talking with Bill Corinne's dad you know earlier today we're talking about this coming up and I said you know I vividly recall thinking I have never spoken with Corinne about heaven. We hadn't had any, you know, deaths in the family. There hadn't been any reason for her to talk about where pets go when they die or where, you know, close friends or family go when they had not talked about heaven. And so the fact that she said she wanted to go home to heaven made me think, ah, ah, okay. So I have some interesting stuff in my future here. (laughs) This is crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'll quickly give you the second story (laughs) because it all happened within the same year. It was, she was still very young. I'm going to say three and a half, not four. She wasn't in preschool yet. And again, same location in front of the mirror in the bathroom. I'm standing behind her next to her, trying to get her to brush her teeth. She's tired and grumpy. And then she says to me, how come you're the mom now? Oh, my gosh. Right? And I said, and and I, I thought to myself, did she just say the word now? And again, this was not my three-year-old speaking. This was crystal clear. Like a friend was talking to me, an adult, a different way of speaking. So I looked at her and she's looking at me in the mirror and looking at me, we're making eye contact, you know, looking at each other in the mirror. And I said, were you the mother last time? And she said, nothing, nothing. Just stop. Just stop. And then. Oh my God. I'm like, wait, wait. You almost had answers. I need more information. (laughs) Were we together? Are we traveling souls? Like, and then I'm thinking to myself, I didn't say it out loud. And of course she's, you know, three years old. And I'm thinking to myself, "Uh uh-huh, this is interesting. How the tables have turned. Wow. I don't know what I did wrong. (laughs) I know. I'm thinking, (laughs) now I'm. Yeah. So I don't get to be authority anymore. Yeah. It's really funny. So now once in a while, you know, we'll, we'll have a discussion. I'll say to Corinne, don't forget. I'm the mom now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't you forget it don't you forget it honey. Like, until next time now. yeah until don't next time switch again <laughs> right you right, guys should right. do a past life regression hypnosis together ah i know i think we sh- i mean corinne's done it before with a friend i've never done it i'm a little nervous to do it i have to say well i didn't do the hypnosis i did i did the past life oh reading 
in Santa Cruz, California when I was 16. Right. Yeah. But I've never, I mean, I've never successfully like gone fully back in a hypnosis. I tried doing Brian Weiss's one that one time mom at home in Vermont when you were nervous because you thought my soul was going to get trapped out of my body. So you were like trying to check on me. (laughs) (laughs) That is scary. I mean, I guess the hypnosis version is going to come true. (laughs) I mean, based on the creepiness of your childhood, it's possible. Right? I mean, those are creepy things. Just the word now, whenever I think about that, I think not just that she said that, but the fact that she said it the way she said it. And I think this is not a normal three-year-old thing to say. This is it's not a normal child. Right. Oh, and I'll tell you real quick. I know you guys have to get to other people, um, but real, real quick. So <laughs> when I was pregnant with Corinne, I had a f- coworker who was learning how to read the tarot cards and I shared with her, she wanted to practice on me. So, you know, she did that and, and it was fun. I, I don't remember what came out of it really, but I remember sharing with her that I'd had my palm read and it had been just a couple of years since my palm reading. And I told her about the woman reading my palm, just everything was so spot on. And that one of the things she said to me was, you will have a very special child. And I remember I looked at her thinking, with concern, does she mean special needs? Like, is that, you know, that what I'm going to be faced with eventually? Which, you know, you, you, you deal with whatever hand you're dealt, right? But I thought, oh, is that what's coming? Mm-hmm. And I, I told, she didn't elaborate on it because she went on to other things, but she said, you will have a very special child. And she said, you will know. And I thought, oh, all right. So never really, you know, I t- thought about it. And then I told my friend while I was pregnant, I told her about it, the one doing the tarot cards, and she's like, oh, this is very exciting. I was like, it is. She's like, do you know what this means? You're going to have a child who's going to have some kind of special ability, some kind of probably. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then when Corinne was three and we had our creepy kid conversation, I was like, okay, Lori, you were right. You are right. <laughs> this is the special child. It's it's interesting. Let me just let me just note this. It's interesting that I was supposed to be the special child, and I'll argue I am the special child. And yet I still believe Christian to be the favorite child. He's but the favorite one. No bones. We each get our But those are two different things, Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christian needs something. Universe. Yeah, right. if you're special, Christian needs to be something. So favorite it is. That's right. Christian doesn't have the creepy kid ability. Christian just, you know, Christian has seen some creepy things. Um, Poor kid. (laughs) He is not a creepy kid. He doesn't qualify as a creepy kid. No. Wow. I mean, I truly, I remember in college when I first met Corinne and there was like a time where I called her over because I was like, something weird is happening in my dorm room. And she came over with this briefcase of, you know, her briefcase and so I truly for like the longest time imagined the way that you guys all like the way you raised them was like Saturday nights cooking a witch stew over the (laughs) over the stove (laughs) (laughs) no that's funny (laughs) no but it's not like that at all but I will say real quickly that I did always believe them. I, I truly always believe them. I never doubted if one of them said, I saw a shadow over there. I saw, you know, whatever would come up, I, I would 
I would always believe them. I never doubted it. And as Corinne always says, if you can't debunk something, like you try to debunk, if you can't debunk, it is what it is, you know? And that's the way mm-hmm. I, I raise them. But I will say, you know, the, the scenario you're bringing up is really funny, Sabrina. And every time I go to Maine and I see my brother-in-law, who's somewhat fascinated with, with this uh, podcast and the whole, all of this stuff. And Corinne shared a story about him dating a witch, we'll say. Yes, recently. Yes. And I always tell him that I am completely fascinated with the Wiccans that post in your Facebook group. And every time something comes up and one of them pipes in, I'm like, say more, say more. <laughs> I want to hear more. Yeah. Absorbed because they know more than we do. So we oh, have 100%. to learn from them. Yeah. yeah. We're very lucky to have, have that group to tap into. We, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm completely fascinated. Well, Corinne, I'm glad you kind of grew out of your creepy kid phase. You still are creepy. Yeah. In your own special <laughs> way. But at least it's a, a little bit more it, maybe intentional these days. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It doesn't just kind of sputter out, you know. Of a yeah, there's no trance-like state involved with the creepiness. It just is natural. Right, uh, Mom. Thank you for for sharing. Yeah, thank Thanks you for coming oh, on. This was very exciting. We loved having you. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, my stuffy nose and all. Sorry, I sound like I'm plugging. <laughs> no, that's okay. Grandma and Grandpa didn't recognize it was you. Dad chatted in the group and said they didn't realize it was you talking. So your own parents didn't didn't realize. They just oh, I can't breathe my nose today, so I'm trying. It's hard oh, to talk. I know. Uh, well, all right. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Love you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah, I feel like we could do a whole episode with Deb where she talks even more about the Christian stuff too. Yeah. I mean, Christian's seen a lot. His room got yeah. a lot of like prolonged action growing up in terms of hauntings. Like I definitely saw stuff throughout the house and felt things here and there in my bedroom, but oh, his bedroom was creepy. Yeah. Poor guy. Very. <laughs> oh. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Well, we have plenty of other listeners who have requested to speak and have creepy kid stories. So we're going to just start bringing you up 
And we can't wait to hear your story. As a reminder, we do want to get as many stories in as possible. So if you can try to keep your stories to five minutes, that would be great. And everyone, make sure your closets are closed and your feet are off the floor and your toddlers are in bed (laughs) or you have backup to help you put them to sleep tonight. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I met with an old coworker yesterday and he was telling me that his like three-year-old son sleeps with a flashlight every night, but he also wakes up at like 4 a.m. and will like creep into their bedroom with the flashlight on and (laughs) shine the light in their faces to see if they're awake, but he like doesn't say anything. I would think I was about to get abducted. I know. I know. Just blinding them. Oh my God. They need to attach a little Uh, bell to that flashlight. Seriously, so creepy. (laughs) So creepy. (laughs) All right, let's start with, let us start with Megan. Megan, hello. Megan, hello. Megan's getting diamonds. For people who ask for diamonds, are I don't really know. I have no idea. I don't even know how to give them. So it's impressive that everybody you else... Double tap the the um, person's picture. Oh, let me try to give Megan one. Oh, oh I my- did it. Oh, Megan, hi, Megan. Hi. <laughs> oh, my God. I, sorry, I'm freaking <laughs> out right now. Me and my sister are, like, literally the biggest fans of you guys. We've been listening since, like, the third episode that you guys put out. Oh, my God. This doesn't feel like real life right now. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my, god. oh my god oh i'm so excited wow oh we god. are honored you've been with us yeah, this long you're og phantoms yes thank you guys so much you guys just make our weeks like so okay and you know what i'm just gonna skip all that because i could go on and on forever <laughs> but let me just thank get you the <laughs> feel yes um so i just have two stories to tell so this first one was when i was about uh like 15 or 16 so about five years ago um literally our house is like one of the most haunted things in the world. Like anyone who comes over will say like, dude, I'm never coming back to your house again. Like I oh. step inside the front door. I'm seeing <laughs> shadows. I'm hearing things walk up and down the hallway. I'm seeing things in your backyard. And I'm like, I know I live here. Yes. It's very scary, but you get used to it. It's okay. Is it bad um, that I want to come visit? I know. I feel like everybody who's never experienced something should just come to your house. Yes, absolutely. They leave true believers, honestly. <laughs> Um, so this first story was when I was just chilling in my room. I was laying down on my bed. I re- I think I was like trying to fall asleep. I really wasn't doing anything. I wasn't on my phone, wasn't watching any TV. And then I'm just laying there. And then all of a sudden I start to hear like these footsteps, like coming down the hallway. And we have like a long hallway in the upstairs, um, loft. So I just hear footsteps and I'm thinking it's my sister, like coming to like bug me or coming to tell me something, but then I don't hear her come in the door. And I'm, I say her name. I'm like, Megan, like, is that you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I didn't hear any response. And I was like, what the heck? So like, I lift up my head and then it was like, it was in slow motion. It was the freakiest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Like the first thing you see in the doorway is something silver starting to p- poke out into the doorway. And I'm like, what the heck oh is God. that? And then slowly you start to see kind of like half of a face, but you can't even see facial features. You just see like long hair. And at the time it looked no. just like my sister. So peeping in the doorway super slowly <gasps> is this little girl like holding a knife pointing leaning into my bedroom and I freeze. It was a Kate, like a sleep paralysis but I was awake I know I wasn't dreaming or anything and I was frozen I couldn't even move I don't know how long like we were just staring at each other oh and then like all of a sudden like I blinked my eyes and it was gone 
I got up so fast. I think I was home alone because I checked all the rooms and no one was there. I ran out of the house. It was like oh my gosh. 12 in the afternoon. And I just waited till four o'clock till everyone got home, literally on the front porch of my house because I could not stay in that house like one. Did you have to run through the doorway where you I saw the through the doorway? No. Yeah, that was my only escape route. I just literally booked it. Didn't even think if it was going to come and stab me, I was going to run out the house with a stab wound. Like I was ready to. Oh my gosh. And I, yeah, to this day, I don't know what it was like ghost spirit whatever's living inside my house I'm inside my house right now and sometimes we get freaked out to retell the stories because our house is very active so I'm like please don't start up anything again <laughs> yeah as you're oh, talking about the right. entity yeah, yeah. like right. is it listening yes, it was horrifying. Oh my God. you know what's the most surreal part of this well this story and also just campfire stories in general is as someone's telling you something, like the way you were saying, you know, you heard footsteps down the down the hallway. Like, because we know that these are ghost stories, I just immediately start freaking out because you, you know what, it's going to end up scary or bad. 100%. Yeah. You don't know what it's going to be, but you know your heart's going to be yeah. a million by the end of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was really Did scary. anyone else in, in your house ever see that spirit, that entity, that creature? Well, that's the funny thing about it because... My mom has had an experience where she thought she saw me. She was in my at my grandma's house out of town and she turned around and she thought she saw what looked like me at the time, like slumped over, hair in front of my face, gaunt looking, looking like I was the girl from the ring, like dead. And then she decided to like call me right away. And at that time I was going through a lot of my life. So it was a good thing she called me because some stuff was going down. So it was like something or someone was trying to warn her that her child was like, in danger or something like that so she's had experience with that and then this other thing with the ring that we have on the doorbell she's her and my dad saw like something with like a pendant like a cult looking I don't even know like standing there in the dark like 2 a.m it was it's just insane we have so many stories that we have yet to like submit to you guys but yeah definitely we see stuff like at least wow three times a week oh my gosh you'll have to email us more Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm just picturing you seeing that thing like with the knife in the doorway. The confusion you must have felt. Oh my God. When, the amount of time it probably took to like register that it wasn't your sister. I thought I was like dying in that moment. I was so scared. Like my heart oh my was like, in like, it was the worst thing ever. Wow. Yeah. Do you know anything about the history of your house or what could be causing the activity is your family just really sensitive yes 100% my aunt she uh talks to like people who are about to pass away like they'll come to her like in some sort of form in her dreams and then like a couple days later it turns out that like they have actually passed away and then they'll come to her afterwards and just different things like that oh my gosh Wow. Your family's wow. powerful. <laughs> it's a lot scarier than I would like hope to live through, but it's it's definitely an experience for sure. Wow. Jeez. Wait, so does your family still live in that house? Oh yes. Yeah. You're you're there right now in this very moment. In this very moment, yes. And it was so funny. Me and my sister were on our way home from the gym when we put on your campfire stories. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're, like, what if we get picked? And then we have to tell the story in the house. And then like, what if something <laughs> happens that night or like the next day? You like, willed it happened. into existence. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I can, 
I feel like going out and like sitting in your car would be even worse. Like the, all of the windows in the dark, just to be out of the house. And you're like, you know, you're like, oh, I'll go sit in my car. Yes. I feel like that would be way worse. Than what if when you were sitting in your car telling yes. us your story, you looked up and in the window, you saw the girl with the knife again? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sabrina, she's there now. She has to sleep in that house tonight. Oh my goodness. I think I would pass out. No, there's no... <laughs> Are you and your sister together right now? Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm actually Megan. This is Audrey. She's oh, telling oh the story. Oh my gosh. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi. Oh my gosh. I love you. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and like actually wow. the most freaky stuff happens to Megan. So I don't even have that many stories. I just see a lot of stuff and hear a lot of stuff in my house, but she's got some demonic I have so like, many stories. things going really on. Guys. It's just Or tell on campfire stories on another date because I know we're trying to move through stories. So. Wow. Please yeah. email Can us. Can you please email? Yeah. <laughs> email us too. And like in the subject line, just say, we talked to you on campfire yes. stories. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll definitely send you an email. Wow. Amazing. Thank you so Thank much. You guys. Thank you guys Thank so you. much. We love you so much. Hopefully no one visits you, you tonight too. in your sleep. Oh, oh God, please. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Off to a strong start. Okay. I mean, Megan and Audrey, I think probably live in the most haunted house in the world. Ever? <laughs> Megan and Audrey, can you also tell us where you live? Like what you're when you email us, tell us what area you live in. Yeah, you don't have to. Or you can also share a Zillow link so we can know what your house looks like. (laughs) Google Maps just like stand in the little yellow man. We will be the girl with the knife. Oh my god, we show up with the knife. Creepy. Why are we the criminals now? No, we're we're just being creepy. It's a creepy kids episode, even though we're not kids anymore. Adults. Yeah, creepy, creepy adults. Kids at heart. Creepy kids sometimes turn into creepy adults. That's accurate. okay. I'm inviting Ashlyn up to the stage. Ashlyn, your your picture is of oh, a kid. Is that your creepy kid? Is of a kid. How fitting. Diamond. Now that I know that I can do this, I'm going to be throwing diamonds at people. <laughs> I'm going to give diamonds too. I'm giving you one. Can you guys hear me now? Oh, thank you. Oh, I get. Yes. <gasps> yes. I can hear you. Hello. Hi. So, um, picture, you probably hear her in the background. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my own. No, that's okay. <laughs> yes. We yeah. don't even have to insert any like backtrack audio. This is perfect. <laughs> she's giving us no. a hit. Yeah. She's a little creepy. So, um, I'll keep it short. I have a couple <laughs> stories about her. Um, so when she was like, I think one and a half, we lived in Drain, Oregon at the time. It's like 30 minutes south of Eugene for people wondering. Very small town. And we go to this cemetery, her, my mom, and I. And Emma, stop. We go to this cemetery, her, my mom, and I. And we, this cemetery is really old. So it has like the older graves. They're kind of marked where the coffin would go, I guess you could say. So a little creepy in general. Mm-hmm. And... She runs up to these headstones and she starts hugging them. We're going, okay, that's weird. Cause she's like, like I said, like one and a half. And we go look at these headstones and they're of the founders of Dream along with their child that passed away. So we call my grandma on video chat cause she wanted to see. And she looks and she's like, who is Emma chasing? Who are you with? We tell her there's there's nobody else here. We're the only ones here. She goes, Emma is chasing a little boy right now. And so (laughs) 
We try and get her on video and we couldn't because she was kind of running around going crazy. We go to leave the cemetery and she waves and says, bye. <laughs> oh my God. We were just like, what is happening right now? Why what? is she doing this? And my grandma, I would say she's somewhat clairvoyant. She's very in tune with her own psychic abilities. Like she hears and sees spirits all the time. So really believed her. <laughs> Little crazy. Yeah, maybe that's where Emma got it from. Um, I think so because she um, what we were told by a medium that she has this guardian angel, and it's actually my husband's uncle. And she's not very verbal, unfortunately, but she will say Amy while she's playing by herself, and his uncle's name was Jamie. And she acts oh like she's God. handing a toy to somebody and she'll say like, night, night, Amy. It's the cutest thing, but it's so a little creepy. <laughs> oh, but at least you've gotten well, I know it's confirmation that it's a guardian and not right. something scary. Yeah. And we showed her a picture yeah. of him and she like grabbed my phone. She hugged it. She was kissing it and she's never met him, oh. never seen a picture of him. Oh. Nothing. That was her first time. That is so, wow. it was the cutest thing. I mean, I know that it's creepy for you to experience, but I, I hope that she doesn't outgrow it. Like so many kids, they kind of age out of being able to see spirits so clearly. And I feel like she's being surrounded by really good ones. Like she has her guardian, a family member, and she's hugging and, and playing with this little boy at the cemetery. For the most part, it seems good. Oh yeah. And that's, um, that's definitely not the first time she's had a grave. Um, my yeah. second story. <laughs> so we um, moved from Drain back to my hometown because it was just a better situation for us to raise Emma in. And I wanted to go see my grandpa's grave because I hadn't been there in probably like 11 years or so. So we're driving around the cemetery that he's in. Could not find it for the life of me. So I call my dad, ask him, and he says, Oh, it's in the middle by the trees. Okay, dad. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of headstones in the middle by trees. That's not really helpful. So I decide, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to get out of the car with her. We'll just walk around and we'll try and find it. She got out of the car in a hurry, ran straight to his headstone. I did not realize it was his headstone. Till I saw the names on the back because my dad and his names oh. are on the back. And she started hugging that one. And she had never been there. She just nope. instinctively knew. Yeah, never been there. Nothing. I have chills over my entire body. Yeah. That's incredible. I really hope she doesn't grow out of it. She is definitely my creepy kid, but I embrace <laughs> it. <laughs> Wow, that's so special. That's so lovely. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, hi, Emma. <laughs> Can you say hi? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, so cute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, one of those that loves Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline. She dances to Coraline, which is creepy but hey <laughs> we'll I feel take like this it. is beyond Emma just being a, a kid being able to see spirits I feel like she's definitely born with something she's very in tune with the spiritual world and I feel like she'll she'll definitely have some sort of ability to tap into because it sounds like already her experiences and encounters with 
with spirits and guardians. It's just so strong. Like, it's not like she's seeing something for a second. Like, she's having full-on interactions, conversations, play dates with the other side. Oh, yes. And me and her have been listening to you guys for years. (laughs) She listens with me. (laughs) She might be our youngest listener. Wait, that's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've finished your podcast twice. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, it's fine. The fact that she dances to Coraline means she's braver than me. So I think she can handle probably (laughs) most of these stories. She loves that movie. She picks it all the time. Oh, so, so cute. Sweet. Thank you so much, <laughs> Ashlyn. If any other creepy stories you uh, or any creepy things happen with Emma, again, you have to share with us. Oh, I'll definitely email you. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. This truly makes me want, when I have children one day, to have creepy kids. I thought you were going to say want a baby. I was like, oh, baby fever. Sabrina. <laughs> You know, sometimes you reach that point in your life and it just happens. Your body just tells you something. Yeah. Did I ever say it on the podcast or was it just to you individually? The my About your dream? My dream that on I don't want you to say because I don't. First, <laughs> you will have a baby. Yeah. Well, you. Yes. But not anytime soon. Well, you're so getting me all flustered yeah. now. I don't know what to do. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we'll bring someone else up and welcome distraction. Okay. Yeah. What if I just remove you? <laughs> just take you down. <laughs> well, I own the campfire story, so I will end this show. <laughs> <laughs> Make everyone suffer. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm bringing up who's next? Armando. Armando, can you hear us? Do you have a creepy kid? Can you share your stories? Were you a creepy kid? It's happening. People are throwing the diamonds. I feel like every time someone gets enough diamonds, they suddenly are able to be off mute and participate. <laughs> it's all about it the is. diamonds. It's oh, pumping them up. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> You're right. right. <laughs> Hi, Armando. Hi. Oh, it's confusing because like you're listening to it and then it just, you can't hear it anymore. So I think that's why people don't speak. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I thought it, it crashed or something. So I, I Oh. Well, that's well, maybe I'll do like an Sorry, announcement and then a five second pause before I actually bring people up so they hear their name. Yeah. Give people some heads up. Yeah. Armando, have you emailed us before? Uh, I wrote, I haven't emailed you, but I wrote on uh, Instagram like way back. Oh, I, rec- I recognize your name. So it, that's why. But I guess I saw you on social media. That's why. Cool. cool. So were you a creepy kid? Do you have a creepy kid in your life? Well, I have a creepy cousin. Well, I have a few creepy cousins. But... <laughs> creepy for the same reason? Or... Well, yeah, because like we're we're like Mexican. So like ghosts and stuff is like a natural thing, I guess. Like an everyday, she saw a ghost or whatever, you know? And no, no, nobody goes like, wow. oh my God, what? It's just like, oh, right, right. It's normal. Much. It's a big family and everybody has a story at least of one thing. Well, someone asked the other day, on social media, wow. I, if we never answered it. I intended to, but then dropped the ball. But <laughs> someone asked, like, what are the countries that have the scariest stories that you've researched? And, and Mexico was on my list. There's so much from Mexico in terms of like yeah. folklore and tradition and just so many locations of spirits. I mean, it's incredible. La Llorona alone. Oh, yeah, that one scared me very much. Yeah, I used to be pretty scared of that one. So what have your cousins done okay well so um my aunt this is before like internet time 
uh, she was dating a guy in Kentucky. Uh, and she went over there uh, and we used to celebrate like the holidays, like all big. And when she went over there, she was like, it's weird because they don't celebrate anything like holidays, like no, no Christmas, no New Year's, like nothing. So she couldn't figure it out and they wouldn't like say anything about it. And she didn't ask. So eventually uh, she had a, a kid, which is my cousin. And she would, uh, at, I think she was around like three she would tell my aunt uh, not to answer the door. And my aunt would be like, what are you talking about? And she's like, don't answer the door. There's a guy oh. outside and he's knocking. He's trying to come in. And, and she was like, uh, there's nobody out there. So she would always say this thing that there's a guy out there. And my aunt was like, whatever. So then Whoa. Um, eventually she was like asking her questions like, what are you talking about? And she's like, there's a guy that is outside and he's trying to come in. And he doesn't have a head. And she was like, well, what's all this about? So eventually, she figured out why the family didn't celebrate the holidays. And it was because on, I think it was New Year's, her husband, my, my uncle, uh, the brother was playing Russian roulette. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh. So then it was never like, that's who it is. But everybody was like, I think that's who it is. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, and he's, this makes it so sad because he's trying to come in. He's trying to come in the family house. Right. And then eventually he just wow. stopped seeing it. And like, I would ask her because I'm like, oh, man, all this stuff. Like, she's young. She could still like maybe know about stuff. Um, and she just kind of forgot about it. Like, she just had no memory. Wow. Whoa. Oh, but she, so she was on the inside of the house, but like basically saw this vision of who was outside. Could tell. I don't know if she could hear like a knocking or whatever, but she, she would say that she could see him. Wow. I mean, it's so so sad. And there is a part of me though, that wonders if it wasn't him because it kind of sounded like she was scared of it. Like, don't let him in. Well, I mean, he didn't. I know, I know, but but I feel like, I guess that is scary. Fine. You guys win. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, think about the spirits who who show themselves completely like blacked out, like void of of any features or color. And oftentimes that's because of how they passed and not being able to kind of show themselves. But it's still it's still scary, even Mm -hmm. if you like know that they're not there to do something bad. It's still yeah, a scary visual. How old was she when this happened? She was like between three and four. Does she remember it now? Wow. Uh, no, because I asked her mm, probably like five years ago, but I didn't want to go like your uncle, you know, that. So I was just kind of yeah. like, hey, do you remember like talking about ghosts to your mom? And she's like, no. <laughs> do you remember seeing a mm-hmm. headless person knocking on the door outside of the house and warning the whole family not to answer the door? <laughs> no? Yeah. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I don't think she remembers like any of that. Yeah. Wow. It's so curious. I feel like a lot of the stories we've heard tonight, th- ages three and four are the... <laughs> the creepiest years my nephew when he was three he used to say that like a guy lived under the bed um truly my biggest fear (laughs) literally i put bins underneath my bed doesn't matter if there's anything in them i don't want any room for a human body to crawl under. yeah whoa (laughs) yeah he he like it had a name but it was like a weird name and he had like a whole history he was like yeah he used to live across the street but like he had a car accident and like now he lives under the bed oh my Why god that's under so unsettling yeah can't you, you can choose anywhere else in the home and you choose under a bed no, under no. a three-year-old's bed well it was under that. my mom's bed oh 
Okay, that's still oh. really creepy. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. This is making me think of like all the times my bed has sh- has started to shake and vibrate. It's making me think that there's a spirit underneath my bed just my- like shaking it. My that used to happen oh. to my sister. Really? Yeah, like I remember cuz I've like even though I grew up with all of it, I was always kind of like suspicious of the stories like I don't want to believe them like I think they're true but I'm just kind of like I don't know I don't know why and one time like I just heard my sister whimpering in her room and I was like (laughs) yeah and I was like what's wrong with her and then the next morning she was like my bed was shaking like all night and then my mom was like and then my mom was like all casual she was like yeah that happens that happens to me too and I was like what's what? That's so not it normal. Hasn't, it hasn't happened to you, but it happened to other family members. Interesting. It hasn't happened to me, but one time I was uh, asleep and I woke up because my sister has been saying had been saying that this, I think we were like in middle school. So probably we were like 12 or something like that. And she had been saying that she had seen like uh, what looked like a man uh, going into the closet. And so I was always like, I don't, I'm in the same room. I don't see anything. Mm. So then one day I woke up and there was like this thing that looked... Uh, as a shape of a man, but it, it looked like static. Oh. And like, I just kind of like pulled the sheets up and was like, oh no. And then I just covered my head. I don't know why. And then, you know how people say that? And then I fell asleep. And I always think like, how? But that that's what I did. Right. It's interesting. I feel like that's a fear response. Like your brain just really can't register what you're seeing. And so it's just like, let's just, let's just fall back to sleep. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. Like, it drains you. You're like, oh, man. What are-? Yeah. Just got nothing. Oh, geez. That's so interesting. The staticky is interesting. Like, it's it's almost as if this entity couldn't, it was trying to appear more solid, but couldn't. I, I had, so I saw, and I didn't know how to describe it, but I was listening to a podcast this year, actually, and they, they, they were like, oh, the static man. And I was like, that's exactly what it was like. <gasps> There's a man called Static Man. That's what they called him. And I was like, it's the same thing. Because that's that's what I would use if I had thought of that. But that's what it looked like. Like static TV, you know, like just uh, misty, but like yeah. black and white kind of. Whoa. Jeez. Um, it's, you're the first one who shared stories tonight where like, I'm really not confident that most of these spirits have positive intent. It feels kind of negative for a lot of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like we don't really have like stories where you go, Oh wow. Spooky. It's like, Whoa, what's going on here? You know, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The man under the bed is like, that's going to be in my nightmares. I even have bins under my bed and I still often think something's hiding under my bed. It's like the spookiest thing. Cause I remember my aunts, the, the same aunt whose um, daughter saw that guy. Like her best friend said that, that this is where I learned to be afraid of like things under the bed. She said she like was sleeping with her arm hanging over the side and she felt somebody like rub it. <gasps> no, 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 no. This no, reminds no. me of the like people can lick too. Lick too, too yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was in elementary oh. school. So I was like traumatized after that. Hell no. Oh my gosh. Holy crap. All right. That's horrifying. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Armando. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for sharing these. If you have more stories, please email them to us too. Okay. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I'm like simultaneously scared, but also giddy. 
I know. I feel like my body goes through such a wave during these these lives because we get like such sweet stories and then suddenly we're just like rocked into this terrifying yeah. tale. And of course I'm sitting on my bed and I'm like, oh my God, there's something underneath Same. my bed. <laughs> yeah. The only reassurance is Leia is like passed out cold. So she hasn't like perked up or done anything strange. So that's somewhat reassuring. Although I don't know if she would do anything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But my closet's okay. fully wide open and I did not oh, notice good. just now. So after I even warned you to close your closet. I know. I know. How horrible of me. This is like the first 30 episodes we ever recorded <laughs> where every single time I had to get up in the mm-hmm. middle of it being like, let me go clo- close my closet door. Yeah. But here okay. we are. Here we are. I'm going to, before I do it, I'm going to tell you, Lisa, for bringing you up in... Rachel said, tucking all of my, all parts of my body under the covers forever. (laughs) Never getting up. I want your arm to get rubbed. Lisa, I've brought you up. Oh my gosh, look at the cute photo. Oh, it's, oh, oh, it's Noodle. Are they tarot? It's tarot cards of Noodle. Noodle the pug. He has bones and no bones day. If you're, if you haven't seen that on Oh, yes. I heard about this recently. Noodle, he gets stood up and if he, in the morning, if his owner stands him up and he, he keeps steady, it's a bones day, which means like, go get oh, it. You're cute. amazing. La-di-da. If he crumples back down into his bed, it's a no bones day and it's a self-care day. Take care of yourself. You don't have to oh go my gosh. Do whatever you need. No pressure. That's cute. Lisa. Lisa, hello. Yes. Hello. Yes, oh. we can. Hi. Sorry if there's some background noise. I'm like cooking dinner for my family, so. What are you making? Um, pork katsu. Oh, wow. Whoa. So you're talented in, in cooking. I, 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 I grew up in that. my grandmother's kitchen in Mexico. And ever since moving to the States, I like to um, expand my my horizons with other cultures because um, I like Mexican food, but it gets really, really boring. <laughs> See, I need more wow. Mexican food in my life. So if ever you have any leftovers, well, you can send it on over. Yeah, or share your <laughs> recipes because... I'm I'm the same way. I love to cook. Yeah. So you're cooking for your family. Is yes. your family is one of your family members the creepy kid? Um, my kids, both of them. <laughs> oh, both of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, both of yeah. them. So I have a I have a nine year old and I have a three year old and um, three again. Yeah, it's it, yeah, and it, it, around that time with my nine year old, she was around two or three. So we we uh, my husband's military, so we lived everywhere, obviously. And um, when my daughter, my, my nine year old, was I don't know, like two, three, we lived in D.C. We lived by the Potomac River, um, and the Potomac River is known to have everything, including bodies. Um, but she used to um, she used to do this thing where she would say that whenever we would go walk by the river, um, we used to live on an Air Force base. She used to wave at people, but there was no people there, and and wow. she would just be like, "Okay, bye bye, nice lady. Okay, blah." And and um, the the weird part was that it happened a couple of times. I used to go before I had her. I used to go walk by the river at night because it was nice. It was quiet. It was just me. And then um, when I started taking my kid, I was like, okay. And then one day I happened to see this man who was in uh, some sort of military uniform. Um, it was probably like World War One, World War Two, 
with having his head blown off. Oh and my I was gosh. like, okay, never mind, I'm cook. I'm never coming here again. But then my my kids started. <laughs> but you you saw like his full. Yes, apparition. it was just like he was walking. And then wow. okay, I'm wow. never doing this again. Um, it it stopped when we moved. Uh, we moved to California. Where we moved, it was fairly quiet, so it, it stopped. I don't know, maybe the age. But then my three year old right now. Uh, when I had her, I had her. We lived in Arizona, and now we live in the smack dab middle of Kansas. And where we live, it's like where. I guess it, it was like where the civil war and everything. It's like this whole, this whole base. This whole base has a bunch of creepy, dark history. And the house that we live in is like they're 13 years old, but the field itself was used during like the Spanish flu and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people that have oh, died wow. here. I I've been meaning to send you guys an email about this place because it's creepy. It's Fort Riley. Um, it's got history and it's got a lot of dark history. Um, wow. So I'll eventually send you an email about all this place. Do you ever feel scared when your kids see things or when you see things? Um, no, because I've been able to see things for a while now. Um, Mm. but this, this place specifically is, it's different. Um, my husband, he's not really sensitive towards any of that stuff. He, he says, you know, he randomly feels the chills. But other than that, he's just like, when you're alone, I won't see anything. And even in this house, he sees stuff. And, wow. and um, here, my we have a four-bedroom house. And my three-year-old, she comes into my bedroom in the morning sometimes. And she'll, she'll know if my closet door is open, even though my bathroom door is closed. Because she'll say that the mean, the mean, ugly monster is there. And at first, oh no, I didn't think much about it at first. It was whatever. But then oh. I started noticing the trend, and I can't sleep with that, with that uh restroom door open. I can't sleep with my back to that door, and I sleep right next to that door. Oh no! Uh, so I make it a habit of making sure that the door is closed and whatnot, and. Even like both of my kids will tell me how they hear running up and down the hallway or they'll hear footsteps running up and down uh, the stairs because their bedroom is like right by the stairs. Um, but so far, she she still keeps saying about the mean monster if the closet door is open. And we've lived here since March and it, it hasn't stopped. Wow. Uh, she also told me about... Uh, who was it? There's so we have oh this God. really weird closet under the stairs, but it's not really under the stairs because you have to access it from the closet that's right next to the stairs. And they call it a Harry Potter closet because they have this tiny little door and it's it's just storage. We store like mm-hmm. my husband's stuff in there and shoes and my kid, my little one refuses to go in there because she says that the man, the man, the man, and I've heard her say the man. So I'm like, wait, are we talking about the same man as upstairs or is this a different man? But she just keeps saying. And is it? It's a different man? I I don't I don't know, because whatever she's seen, I have not been able to see. I've I've seen stuff on my on my own and I keep seeing like stuff out of the corner of my eye. And like at times where it's like, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. And I think one of my kids is up because it's around the same height as them. And then nobody's Mm -hmm. there. And I'm like, huh. Okay, I'm going to bed now. (laughs) just a little unsettling and then 
and then one more my she's uh she's like my third youngest cousin my grandmother yeah she used to take care of all of us when we were little but my grandmother used to take care of her specifically when she was little and we were all going to school and my grandma's house in mexico it's hella haunted but then my family keeps saying that it's not but it's very haunted everybody i know has seen something (laughs) or someone there and when my cousin was around three or four, uh, there's this like formal <laughs> dining room, not not dining room, living room that my grandma has. And we only are allowed to sit there for Christmas. And my cousin would go there and she would say that she she would look under the couches and that there was mean monsters or ugly, ugly monsters, you know. Um, and my grandma's house was right across the street from a church. And. We're, we were really good friends with the with the priest at that time. And he came over, blessed the house every so often. And every time he came and blessed the house, my cousin would say, oh, now there's angels down there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And, oh and, <laughs> and it happened every so often. And um, like I said, I know I know so many people that have had so many weird things happen in that house where they would see um people um in the middle of the night um my my grandfather's grandma used to live in that house and she used to do brujeria so we're thinking that maybe it had something to do with that but uh interesting it is nice it is nice to know though that having the priest come to bless the house worked but it, and but it was so weird because it. it would because it would only last for so long and right. then it would start again and then my mm. grandma would have to call the priest again it well i don't know like every four to six weeks wow. it would happen well that's actually really that frequent. is very that's, frequent i was thinking like every six months yeah like a year every four to six weeks that's like getting your hair cut mm. <laughs> do you have the priest on retainer it's like <laughs> i know we would just, <laughs> we would just have be move like in. hey couldn't we just donate a bunch of food for christmas because they they run like a um a food pantry where like once a month they invite like mm-hmm. older people that are, that might not be having enough food with their pension and they have you know like like i don't know how they do confession here in the states but like in mexico at, the, at least the church that we went to, when you do confession and they tell you, you know, like, um, pray your Hail Marys and whatnot, instead of instead of just doing that and you're done, they'd be like, mm-hmm. bring a kilo of beans and a kilo of rice or something like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, well, honestly, that's smart. And that's a good deal. Like you, you bring food, you help other people. And in return, you get a blessing every four to six <laughs> weeks on your house that clearly need that. Needs it. Yeah. Yeah. But that this is absolutely amazing. I I hope your kids don't see any scary monsters and that the the negative entities, negative presences leave them alone. But thank you so much for, for coming up here. Yeah, hope, hopefully the monster in the closet leaves you <laughs> yeah. guys alone. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Okay, technically it's six, but I'm not ready to go. Let's do one more and we'll wrap it up into it with Let's see where. Why can't I find the thingy thing? Sabrina, you have the power to choose. I have the power. Who will you pick? It's Rebecca. 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 Is Rebecca the one that said in the chat that she works with elementary school kids? Hello. Yes. Hello, Rebecca. (laughs) Hi. Hi. We want to hear all about your elementary school kids and how creepy they are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was a substitute teacher like during the pandemic. 
And so it's like every day I would go into a new classroom and one day. Wow. My, I like went in for the second graders and you literally never know what these kids are going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the kids just like looks at me, he goes, you know, that big hill by Walmart with the cross in it. It's like, uh, the cemetery, like where could this be going? He goes, yeah, my grandpa's buried there. I was like, yeah, my grandpa's buried there too. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually knew that he died before they even told me. I was like, well, I, I was like, do I ask him how he knows or should I? Like, if I tell this kid that he's talking yeah. to ghosts, <laughs> probably not the best thing. Yeah. But it was like, I always got the kids who would like come up and be like, guess where my mom took me today or during the weekend? I'd be like, oh, where'd you go? They're like, we saw a castle and we saw a ghost there. Wow. Oh my gosh. See, the, you have the best position because kids overshare. So Every, you're, you're going to yeah. get all of the gossip of the spiritual world through your kids. But then you also don't have to live with the creepy kids at home exactly. after hours. <laughs> so you get to embrace the fun of it yeah, during the day. Yeah, just don't ever host show and tell because you don't want to know what they'll bring. <laughs> what they'll bring <laughs> yeah, they all bring ghosts. <laughs> well, do you know, you know the game like Charlie Charlie with the pencils? Mm, yes. Yeah. They like, when I had a set of third graders for like a couple weeks. They kept doing that at recess. I said, if you get this classroom haunted, no. I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there, is there a bathroom nearby your classroom? Because I'm remembering when I was in elementary school, there was a bathroom like literally right outside of the four classrooms that were a part of like a house, a team. And people would go oh. in there, like fourth graders would go in there and do Bloody Mary. It was so scary. Well, I'm sure they do that. But luckily, like with Corona, they can only go when we like can monitor them in the hallway. So they only play that. Wow. So you're not but... hearing any any little kid's voice going like, Bloody Mary from inside the bathroom. It'd probably be better than some of the things we hear from them in there. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my gosh. I just Wait. rewatched School of Rock, which... This will tie in, I promise. But what if? Oh, I do. What if we change the concept of that and change it to School of Ghosts? And Rebecca, you go into the next school that you're a substitute teacher, and you hold a séance with the kids and bring forth ghosts, and you just breed little witches. One, I, one of the middle school classes that I taught, I forget how. I think we were talking about like the mind calendar, and somehow we got on zodiac signs. So I went through all the kids. <laughs> I was like, tell me your birthday. I'll tell you your Zodiac. Wait, this is oh, awesome. I fun. would love to be in your class. Same. This is great. So wait, I, I want to circle back to the the first story you told us. The kid who said that he knew his grandpa passed before anyone else did. Did you did you ever get like the deets? Or did you were you just like, all right, that's I enough. never got the details. <laughs> I'm really sad that I didn't get the, the details on that one because it would have been Interesting to know. It kind of sounded that he, like the family might have already known because he said something about like, oh, before they even told me about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting too, is I find that in a lot of stories of creepy kids, they like say the really creepy thing. And then when you do try to ask more questions, kind of like your experience or Deb Deb's experience with you, Corinne, when you go to ask more questions, they like mm-hmm. do to do move on with their life as if they didn't say the creepy thing. They just spill the beans on part of it. And then they're like, mm, I don't really need to. Yeah, moving here. on. I'll just, 
I'll just move on. I told you what yeah. I need to tell you. Yeah. I've got something new to say now. Yeah. Wow. Rebecca, you should absolutely start like a little journal where you write down all the really creepy things your kids share with you and then just like post it. Oh, you could publish it. You could make money off of this. Yeah. I've got some good tweets of things they say to me. But. I was going to say, it is like my favorite type of article and I, it is, they know how to get me. If it says like things creep kids say, I will click on it in a second. It's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yes. <laughs> uh, the fabulous life of, of a second grade teacher. You get so much drama in your classroom. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing with us, Rebecca. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Whew, creepy kids. Wow. You know, this is a good time for you and I, Sabrina, to not have children. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for putting that out in the atmosphere. I am not ready. Nope. And we don't have them. So we are not tucking any kids into bed. We are not standing in front of a big ass mirror, watching our kids brush their teeth, wondering what creepy thing they're going to say to us next. Yeah. Or waking up in the middle of the night to them sleepwalking or staring at you at the end of your bed or um, them telling you that there's a man underneath your bed. Yeah. No, 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 no. We need to like kid ghost proof our houses. Like what a creepy thing could they say is in here or where something's hiding and prevent that space from even existing to begin with. I think there's no preventing it. I think if your kid's going to be creepy, they're going to be creepy. If they're going to see ghosts, they're going to see ghosts and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Well, honestly, it's good for us because we have more content. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> we get to talk about this with you guys. We get to yes. do full episodes on it. It is amazing. So thank you guys it for is. attending yet again our campfire stories. We love these and we're so excited that you guys are liking them and that you're joining us every week. It truly, every time we join, I'm nervous that it's going to be like, no one's coming this week. And for some reason you guys keep showing up and it's the best (laughs) and we love it and we can't wait to do more. Um, Next week we will do one without a theme. So it's a free for all, any ghost story, come one, come all. We can't wait to hear them. Yes, but make sure you're in that chat. You're participating when we ask inevitably sometime soon what you would like the next topic to be. Because yes. we'll, we'll continue to do topics on and off. But like Sabrina said, next Tuesday yes. at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it will just be a general ghost story hang. So come tell us about your encounters. Yes, everyone sleep tight. Go tuck your children in if you haven't, if you have them, uh, or if you don't have them and a child is standing at your doorway, run. <laughs> Yeet to the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you, see you on, on the, the other, other side. side. Very spooky. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.